Grace, and today I'm going to talk to you about uh, my kill count. <laughs> if you don't know what a kill count is, it's um, it's the number of dudes that I've boned over my years of living. Okay, so um, I was taking one of my baths the other day, and like I described in a previous episode, my baths are more like like events. Like I'm in there for at least two hours. It's like a full-length concert amount of time that I'm in there. Um, my baths are so much like an organized event that, you know, they never start on time. I'll have to plan, like, my bath around 5 p.m. and then, like, 5.23 rolls around and all the shampoos and soaps and razors are, like, hanging from the shower caddy and getting all anxious and chanting my name, waiting for me to come in the bath, like, Chelsea! Chelsea, Chelsea, and then when they finally hear that tap start up and the water come out, they're like, "Yeah, woo!" And then you know it's time to rock and roll. Um, people always ask me what the hell I am doing in there and why I take such long baths. And um, I've compiled a uh, a short list of some of the things that I've actually accomplished while in the bathtub over the years. So, uh, number one, um, I've sewn up a hole in one of my shirts. So, I actually brought the sewing basket into the bathroom and I hung over the side of the tub while I quickly uh, repaired my shirt so I could wear it out that night. And uh, number two, I've eaten an entire Chinese food combo, gotten out mid-bath to shit half of it out, and then got back into the tub to relax while the rest digested. Three, I finished half a book. Um, if you look at my book collection, the the bottom of all the pages on my books are distorted because I rest my books on my wet stomach while I read in the tub. Uh, four, I've masturbated to completion four times. So um, I put my phone on the side of the tub and I pull up some porn and I just kind of hope that it doesn't slip into the water. Uh, my ex, he used to work at the phone place that I would get my phone from. And he would get super mad at me for doing this. And he told me that I shouldn't bother buying a warranty for my phone because it doesn't cover water damage from masturbating in the bathtub. And I thought about it. And um, yeah, he's right. Um, yeah, the warranty doesn't cover masturbating in the bathtub accidents and there's no reason why i would need it uh five i used to do my homework in the bathtub all the time um there was something about handing in a report that i made while naked that gave me you know a feeling of satisfaction and i'm really not sure why but i'm assuming it's not a healthy thing and it means i'm some sort of weird pervert uh, anyway, six, I've taken strands of my hair that have fallen out uh, and I've created an entire portrait with them on the shower wall. 
Uh, I once tried to like make Van Gogh's Starry Night using my hair, but uh, it wasn't as easy as I predicted. So I mostly just formed my hair into like letters, like making threatening words. So whoever showered next would look over and it would say like die or like uh, Satan was here written in hair and then, you know, give them a bit of a fright. Uh, seven, I've listened to an entire Otis Redding playlist on YouTube while drinking a full bottle of wine and taking a nap. This is true. Eight, I made up a complete dance routine involving just my feet and a washcloth. And then I pretended I was in like the Olympics and bathtub washcloth dancing was a sport and I was the best. And I won every time and made my country like super proud. Uh, nine, I taught myself how to knock over action figures using my uh, pee stream. I would, um, yeah, I would lift myself out of the, the water like crab style. So, like, I'm on all fours with, like, belly to the sky. And I would start peeing but push so hard that it made, like, an airborne stream. And I'd aim it towards my brother's gargoyle action figures, which I strategically placed on the side of the tub. And uh, my cousin Alyssa can actually uh, vouch for this because I used to make her come into the bathroom while she was visiting and um, watch me do it. And on that weird note, that brings us to number 10, which leads me into today's topic. Um, so like I was saying uh, before I go off on my tangents, um, I was taking one of my baths the other day and um, I forgot to bring a book in with me and I had already finished the chicken leg that I was eating and I stuck the bone dry and threw it over the side of the tub and my phone was also in the other room charging so I had nothing to do except read the shampoo bottle. So once I gave it a good read and then attempted to read the French label uh, with like a horribly offensive accent, um, I decided to make a list of all the guys I've slept with um, in the steam on the shower door using my finger. So, um, I know I have a lot of sex stories and most people think I have this like giant kill count, but realistically it's relatively low. It just so happens that every time I go to have sex, something embarrassing happens. So I have a story from pretty much every time I take my clothes off. So, um, I, I genuinely thought my number was 14 and I had planned to spend my first half of my thirties trying to get to 20 because um, I always uh, said that once I reach 20, then it's probably time to settle down and, you know, like fall in love and shit. And it's just like in that movie uh, with Anna Ferris. It's called uh, What's Your Number? And she reads an article saying something like, um, if you've slept with 20 or more men or something, then you should have found your true love by now. So... I'm not, like, super ready to find my one true love, so I figured, you know, I still have quite a bit of time. So that was my plan, to spend my 30s getting to 20. So here I am in the tub, and I'm thinking, you know, I'm going to try and maybe put them in, like, chronological order, like some sort of game from, like, Big Brother or something, and I was going to see how long it took me, like, try and challenge myself. So, like, I start making my list, and all of a sudden, I'm at 16 men. So, I start to panic a little. Like, that was two men over my forecasted number. 
Um, I guess I just like completely forgot about them. So I'm looking at my list, like sort of sad that I have, you know, less time than I thought I would to find my true love when all of a sudden I remember another one and I'm like, fuck, like 17. I'm at 17. I went from 14 to 16 to now 17. And I'm like, oh God, no, 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 18. I forgot about the guy from Costa Rica. So then I was like, fuck. 18 men, dear God. So now I'm like depressingly writing down Costa Rica man on my list when I remember, fuck, tall comedian guy. I had slept with a very handsome, very tall comedian a few years back after I won a comedy competition. I'm sure I've talked about him at some point on the podcast, but it had completely slipped my mind, which it shouldn't have, because the day after it happened, I found out that he also slept with my ex-boyfriend earlier that same day, which, you know, normally would be traumatizing for a person, but uh, it seems I've shared more men with my gay ex than I've sent nudes on Snapchat, which is a lot, and you should probably add me, Chelsea Grace, 222. So, uh, now, um... If you've been keeping count, I'm officially at 19, which completely fucks with my life plan. Uh, Now what the hell am I going to do with my 30s to get a career? Like, no thanks. No, I'm good. So I sat there in the bathtub going over my entire life, you know, making triple sure that I wasn't missing anybody else. And then I thought about the movie, What's Your Number Again?, and in the movie, Anna Ferris gets in contact with all her exes and tries to make things like work out with them. But um, like she goes to extremes and um, to, to try and get them to like her again. Like she pretends to be British for this one guy because he's British and, you know, stuff like that. So I start thinking if it happens that I've forgotten another guy and I actually have reached 20 already. Um, I'm going to have to contact all of my exes and get one of them to fall in love with me. So I'm thinking about my roster and um, seeing as half of them are all gay now, um, I was thinking I would have to start with a sex change, you know, and then like get really into red wine and hair gel. And then um, I started thinking, you know, of what my name would be if I were to change into a guy. And I'm not really sure what the male version of Chelsea is, but I'm guessing it's Chaz. And Chaz Bono is already the pioneer of transgendered celebrities, you know, paving the way for Caitlyn Jenner and, like, Laverne Cox. So I don't want to seem like I'm unoriginal by taking Chaz's name. So, you know, I'm not sure if a sex change is, like, the way to go. I mean... I'd make an absolutely great man, but not a great gay man. Just like a regular man. Like, I love farting and, like, eating meat and stuff. So, um, that eliminates all the gay exes. So, now it's slim pickings here. Um, then I remembered that I have an ex-lover who was really into, uh, butts. Like, um, like, way into butts. Like, he wanted me to just annihilate his butthole. And, uh, shrinking himself down to the size of a kernel of corn and like living inside my asshole was an option i think he would absolutely love it and you know settle down and start a family right inside my butt while we were boning like my poor vagina 
was like an African-American riding a bus in Alabama during the 50s because it took a major backseat to my ass. It's like when you've had a hamster for like a year and your mom finally lets you get a dog. And, you know, you come home to your dog and you're all like, oh, my God, baby, hi, baby. Oh, my God, this is a good boy. And, like, you're, like, rolling around on the floor with the dog and petting it and loving it so much. And then you walk by your shitty hamster that you forgot to feed, like, two days in a row. And you're just like, hey, like, my pussy was the hamster. Like, I wanted to call the Humane Society on, on him and, like, report him for neglect because it was just all about the asshole all the time. <sighs> but then I was thinking the other day, well, if I'm already at 20 guys and I have to go back and make things work out with one of them, I thought maybe I could just learn to love ass play a little more than I do. But then I remembered uh, the one time we were together and he wanted me to finger his butthole as usual um, you know, finger in the butt, just like, you know, chicken fingers at any white person restaurant chain, you know, always on the menu. Um, but then, you know, one finger turned into two fingers, which turned into three fingers. And then all of a sudden, I'm doing the Vulcan salute inside of his asshole, wondering where I went wrong in life. And... Uh, it's been quite a few years since I've seen him last, so um, I'm sure he's now, you know, getting fisted or riding around on bikes with no seats or something, and I'm just not into that. No pun intended. Uh, so then I decided to uh, look up an old lover who was actually pretty cool, but uh, he lived about three hours away, and the sex wasn't good because... It's back when I really wasn't good at sex at all. And, you know, I wouldn't allow any lights on. And I just laid there with my eyes closed till it was over. Uh, excuse me. So basically it was the same as now. But I had bigger boobs and a tighter snatch. So, you know, that's probably actually better back then. But anyway, yeah, he was really cool. So um, I looked him up on Facebook. And I saw that he just celebrated his one-year anniversary with his girlfriend by going on a nice wine tour which is like the whitest shit I've ever heard of. And yeah, I'm a white girl and my only street cred is like the free sausage I was credited by the street meat hot dog vendor guy for burning my last bratwurst. But uh, even even for me, the wine thing is pretty white. Um, I'm more of a like, let's ride bikes and drink whiskey from a brown paper bag sort of gal. Which is uh, probably why I actually haven't been able to reach a one-year anniversary with someone. <laughs> um, so yeah, that uh, that was clearly not going to happen for me. So I was running out of options. So I went down the list, and unfortunately, this is the grim truth. Now gay, now gay, now gay. Now an actor in Toronto and probably gay. Serious relationship serious relationship and lives eight hours away in a serious relationship with a black girl so he's not coming back anytime soon um in a serious relationship and lives on the other side of the country and is also balding um engaged uh serious relationship and they have a dog together serious relationship and they have a puppy together uh good sex awful personality uh vulcan salute ass uh lives on a fruit farm in costa rica 
uh, serious relationship, also the smallest dick I've ever seen, um, raging alcoholic, actively trying to die alone, now gay, and currently hates me. So, yeah, um, after this assessment, I'm thinking it's best that I just, you know, learn how to grow fruit by a hammock and move to Costa Rica, start my life with that lover. Uh, Vlad, I think his name was, I don't know, could, whatever, could be Bert, I don't, I have no idea. Um, my only real hope is that, uh, after I scour my memories, uh, for any other guys I may have slept with that I'm not forgetting anyone else and I'm still just at 19. So, uh, yeah, I was like racking my brain thinking of all my memories, every party, every drunken night, every swipe on Tinder, making sure I didn't sleep with anyone else and, um, pretty sure I'm not forgetting anybody, so I'm sitting at a solid 19 here, which means the next guy I sleep with has to be a special one, and um, there's a few guys who have been showing interest in me, got some pretty good contenders, uh, there's a, a, an Indian guy I met at the strip club who's pretty cool and always offers to make me Indian food and wants me to come drink booze all the time, and also he's a manager at a KFC, which is like all a girl can really ask for, right? And then um, there's this one married guy from also the strip club who wanted me to come to his hotel room for an affair, which is flattering, but he looked like my dad. And then there was um, the 19-year-old again from the strip club who wanted to have sex with me so he could tell his friends that he had sex with a cougar. So, yeah, um, lots of uh, stand-up guys here. Um, cool. It's been too long since I've slept with anyone anyway that I'm, like, way too afraid. Like, with my last man friend, he was literally into, like, anything. So I could do or say whatever, and he just didn't, like, it, he didn't care. He'd get a boner anyway. I mean, like, I rubbed a 7-Eleven taquito on my vagina, and then he ate it, for God's sake. Like, there's not much I could do to turn him away. But, you know, not everyone is like that, so I'm absolutely terrified I'm going to get, like... With the next guy, I'm going to get, like, drunk and tie him up and hold, like, a McFlurry over his body until it melts down his chest. And then I hop on his dick and I'm, like, calling him Ronald McDonald, telling him, you know, two can dine on my pussy. And then I'll be so, like, terrified that I'll have, like, post-traumatic stress and won't ever be able to have sex or eat a cheeseburger or ice cream or look at a clown ever again. And I also have, like, the hardest time getting wet, as I've mentioned before, especially when drinking. So it's like, is it weird to show up with like a bottle of lube in my purse? Like, will it look slutty? Like I had like a preconceived notion of fucking this guy. Like nobody just walks around with a bottle of lube in their purse. Like I could say I use it for something else. Like maybe like my feet sometimes swell up. So I need like lube to help get my shoes on or some shit. I don't know. I'm, like, super stressed out about this. On my next date, I guess I could just, like, pre-moisten myself with some lube and, like, slip into the bathroom every 10 minutes or so to reapply, like, just in case shit's about to go down, you know, then I'm, like, prepared, right? I don't know. Probably more stressed about this than I actually should be. But nobody wants to have sex with a dried-up old hag. It would literally feel like getting a hand job from somebody's elbows who has arthritis like not good and I'm certainly not in shape like I used to be and you know by used to be I mean never was the other day I ran out of breath 
just trying to masturbate, not even doing it, like trying. I hadn't even started yet. All I've done at this point was I rolled over to reach my phone from my nightstand to look at porn. And I like legitimately got winded from doing that. Like it took a lot out of me, man. I wasn't even sure if I should continue or if I should get like a clean bill of health from a doctor first. Like it's getting bad. But like, I don't know. What am I going to do during sex? Like I'll be on top for no more than like 30 seconds and I'll need to excuse myself to take my puffer and go outside for some fucking fresh air. I'll have to keep it to like a maximum of one to two position changes because, you know, I don't want to get lightheaded or anything. No upside down stuff or standing up stuff because that's just way too fucking much. Why am I like this? I need to fucking relax. Kegels. Nah, I should do Kegels. Can you run out of breath doing Kegels? What if the next guy I sleep with... What if his dick is, like, not big enough to fill me up and then my vagina makes fart noises? And, like, what if it's too small and I can't fit both hands around it while doing BJ's? Like, what do I do with the other hand? Like, why can't I remember what I do with the other hand? Like, what if he can't handle my third areola? I understand it's not for everybody, but it still hurts when it's rejected. Sometimes it burns when it senses fear. And, like, what if he's only seen me on Instagram where I only post photos of me, like, looking nice, and then, you know, I have a decent body on my photos, when in reality, I look like a bowl of oatmeal. There's just, like, too much to think about, but, like, fuck. But, anyway, I'm out of time. Sweet. So, yeah, thought it was 14, actually 19. This could change my plans a bit for the next few years, but, you know, whatever. I'll go with the flow, I guess. I'll keep you posted on uh, number two zero. And um, remember that I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace bomb at a time. Bye. I don't know what you heard about me. What else you can't get a dollar out of me? No Cadillac, no perms you can't see. Then I'm a B-I-M-B. I don't know what you heard about me. What else you can't get a